Hey there, and welcome back to Take One, the podcast that brings you just one fighting page of Talmud a day. Or is it not fighting page of Talmud every day? Because in today's page, Yevamot 121, we receive a very interesting lesson about power and force and their limit. Have a listen. It is taught in a Baraita. Rabban Gamliel said, Once I was traveling on a boat, and from a distance I saw a boat that shattered and sank. And I was grieved over the apparent death of the Torah scholar who was on board. And who was it? Rabbi Akiva. And when I disembarked onto dry land, he came and sat and deliberated before me about halacha. I said to him, My son, who brought you up from the water? He said to me, A plank from the boat came to me, and I bent my head before each and every wave that came toward me. The waves did not wash me off the board, and I reached the shore. From here, the sages stated, If wicked people come upon a person, he should bend his head before them. That is, he should temporarily restrain himself and not fight them. And he will therefore be saved. Now, these are difficult words for someone like me who's, you know, itching for a fight more often than he should. So I called someone who's a much greater expert than me in both Judaism and in martial arts because he is both a rabbi and a supreme martial artist. Welcome to the show, Rabbi Hillel Nori. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Really glad to be here. Now, when you read uh, a sort of you know Zen-like description like this, it is better not to fight. It is better to restrain yourself and kind of be saved and like bob your head at every wave. Uh, as both a rabbi and a martial artist, what what is your professional opinion of of the rabbi's teachings here? I love this little passage. It's such a great story. And I love that they take the example of the boat being shattered and the survival of somebody from a a boating accident as a kind of martial arts lesson. You know, it's not the most obvious lesson from that text, but it's a really good one. And it raises a whole range of martial arts questions and touches on a lot of different martial arts philosophy. And the question that you ask, you know, knowing when not to fight and when to surrender force and the nature of force is really the the simple answer of when not to fight is always. And there's, there's never really an advantage to being in a fight. Uh, Martial arts does not teach you to fight. It teaches you how to, but at the same time, Avoiding something is very often the best possible solution. And I used to joke with people when I was teaching them martial arts, I said, when you have someone and you get them into a submission hold and you're about to be victorious, um, that's the time to offer to buy them a drink. Right, like, hey, we, you know, we don't. Even when I'm in the position where I have the advantage, uh, there's really no advantage to fighting. And, you know, Leal, um, you're not the only one itching for a fight. It's the whole premise of this lesson is that you have to restrain yourself. Why? Why do you have to restrain yourself? Because what's natural is to want to get tough and up in somebody's face and not let them embarrass you or not let them, you know, somehow humiliate you. But what Rabbi Akiva is employing is a survival strategy. The goal is not to just bend your head. The goal is to survive. And he acknowledges that the force of the storm is greater than him. You know, if you're, if you're in a martial arts, you have to, you have to size up your opponent and, and often pretty quickly. 
And I teach people when I teach them self-defense, I say, a little person is not going to attack you. A big person is going to attack you. They're going to be bigger than you. You're going to be at a force disadvantage. What Rabbi Akiva employs here is what in martial arts we call the soft way, right? A redirection of energy. It's a non-confrontational martial arts. It's not about uh, coming up against your opponent. It's about getting out of the way and allowing like water, that force energy that's coming towards you to move around you. And it is almost always a defensive posture. And there are tremendous advantages to the soft way. First of all, it's a life philosophy of conflict avoidance. And when conflict comes to you, how to diffuse and redirect that energy, recognizing that we have nothing to gain from harming our opponent even. Right. I mean, you're describing something that is very, just to be clear, very, sounds to me at least, very, very different from surrender. It is more akin to, as you said, directing the storm, understanding where the energy is flowing and moving on the side of keeping safe. Correct. And knowing that there are times where the force will be greater than you and where you cannot win a direct conflict. So this is not, right, it's not surrender. It's, It's not that at all. It's a different philosophy and it's, it's rooted in what for me is the core concept of taekwondo, which is my martial arts, uh, but really all martial arts, and that is balance. There are times, you're not always supposed to be vulnerable, but there are times where you must be vulnerable and flexible and move and allow things to move around you in order to survive. It can't always be one way or the other. We're born vulnerable, but we have to grow in our strength and our ability. We're born one way and we have to train and learn to grow to be more moral and more caring and loving and connecting. And so the goal is really balance. And the only critique I have of of Rabbi Akiva and his, or the lesson rather that the sages take from Rabbi Akiva is because it's really not his lesson. The only critique I have of them is that what they're describing is a situation where an evil person comes to you and they want to do something to you, but they don't really want to kill you. Because the suggestion that you lower your head before them and you will survive is proof that what they want to do is mock you, humiliate you, degrade you in some way. Right. It may even be painful physically, but it is not your end. And like Akiva, the strategy is, it's okay. Who cares if you're humiliated? Who cares if you're not tough? What do you gain by being tough? Nothing. You, you gain broken bones. That's it. Even if you win. So bow your head, offer to buy them a drink, apologize, humble yourself. Victory. The victory there is the balance of not getting into the fight. But there are, there are other kinds of evil people too. That's one kind of evil person. But it is not the only kind of evil person. And there are evil people who do not want to humble or degrade or disgrace you. They want to harm you. Or 
take your life. And those people, you cannot bow your head before them. Their blood is no redder than yours. You recognize that there may come a time where you will be called upon to use force against an opponent to hurt them, possibly, and maybe even to bring them harm, too. Because it is the only way in which you can do what is Akiva's goal here, and that is to survive. Rabbi Nori, for your wisdom as both a black belt in Taekwondo and a black belt in rabbinic <laughs> wisdom, I am oh, deeply sure. grateful to you. Thank you for being our guest. My pleasure. Thank you so much. This has been Take One. If you enjoy the show, and I hope you do, please go and rate and review us on iTunes or whatever platform you use to listen to podcasts. Each week, we will be releasing new episodes Monday through Friday, covering the entire weekly portion of Dafyomi. Take One is a Tablet Studios production. The show is hosted by me, Leah Leibowitz, and is produced and edited by Daron Ruskay and Quinn Waller. Our team also includes Stephanie Butnick, Josh Cross, Mark Oppenheimer, Sarah Fredman-Ader, Robert Scaramuccia, and Tanya Singer. For more information, go to tabletmag.com slash takeone or email us at takeone at tabletmag.com. You can find us on Twitter at takeone.fiomi or join our Facebook group by searching for Take One Podcast. I hope we have made your day a little more Talmudic and we will see you again soon.